Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by internet OG Scott Phillips. Here's a glimpse of the game-changing insights you're about to discover. Five conversion boosters you should test to optimize your funnel. Two critical mistakes copywriters should avoid during the research phase how to create opportunities to help any business, even if they're already making eight to nine figures. I hope you enjoy. Cool. Next up, we have a question here from Rachel Spiel about biggest needle movers. What up, Rachel Spiel? Hi, how are you? Hi, guys. Rachel. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yep. we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my question is just, um, I wrote a sales letter for a client that's going to cold traffic on a, it's a ClickBank sales letter. And I just want to know, I want to help him dial in the funnel a little bit. What kinds of things would you recommend to uh, improve conversions other than the obvious, you know, change your lead headlines, stuff like that? What, um, what niche was it in? It's in like the spiritual niche, uh, like, um, uh, it's not tarot, but like that kind of whole thing. Chakras. Is it a VSL or a TSL? VSL. And what's the funnel structure? Is it is it lead magnet to the sales letter? Or is it not just straight to the sales letter? It's he's just doing emails straight to the sales letter. I'm in the middle of writing a quiz funnel for him also. And what's it converting at now? Like how's it going? <laughs> already gets to here. Um, right now, the letter is just doing like 1.3%. It's not bad. What's the price point on it? 37. The upsell is doing really well. The upsells, uh, first upsell he's testing is 25%. I guess my, well, one of my first questions would be like, why um, why not the headline and the lead? Because those kind of are the biggest needle movers. That's why they always come up first. Have you tested a bunch of headlines and leads? I'm about to. I'm about to. Um, write a new lead and headline tonight. So other than that, I was just wondering, is there anything else that I may be missing? I mean, yeah, you know, the whole letter, every part of it can be optimized. I mean, if it's a VSL, even just silly stuff like, um, you know, is there a button timer? And, you know, does it show the buy button the entire time? Or does it show it when you say, hey, buy now? Um, it shows it, when you say, hey, buy now. Okay, and it's, and it's synced up to the, the first, the first time, yeah. basically? Okay. Yeah. Was there music in the background? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't seen the actual video yet. Yeah. I mean, I, beyond the headline, the lead, I, like, if it's already converted at 1.3%, I mean, you know, you can mess with the, the clothes. You can you can mess with, like, trying to, like, uh, go a bit heavier, more emotion in it and stuff like that. But I'd really be looking at even the production side of things, 
personally, um, like, you know, with a VSL, is it like a high production value, low production value, test music versus no music? Um, is there like mm -hmm. stock footage? You know, I think you can probably from video editing get a, another half percentage conversion boost, I would guess. Um, Scott, I'd be curious to hear your take as well, though. Um, I got a significant boost from just going to an audio studio and having it professionally recorded and all the little like pauses between taking out. It took like 10 minutes off the webinar and and I get a significant boost from, from doing that. I don't know if other people have felt the same. Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, VSLs that's right. are so What do you say, Scott? VSLs are so hard, man. So, it's so much harder than tech sales, ladies. I know. That's why I'm such a fan of starting for tech sales letter and then moving to a VSL. Oh, testify. Yeah, I told him, but he didn't listen. <laughs> A lot of clients, though, because they see like some other VSL doing well, and they're like, "I want that." And they're like, "Yeah, but yeah. that VSL that's doing well probably wasn't the first VSL those people created, right?" They it's probably, the that, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and uh, if the on-camera guru, like, oh, it just sucks. Just, I mean, you've done so much on-camera stuff; it's it's hard. It's, yeah, especially if you're not used to it. That's another thing I took from the um, the V Shred video in, in your member section is that. Um, Vince from B Shred was crap on camera when he started. Yeah. And so when I read that, I start, I've been going to acting lessons, which is awful and traumatic and, and it's terrible. I hate it. And, you know, if I want to be better on camera, I have to go to acting lessons. That's just what I have to do, right? Like, like it does make a difference not being a retard on camera. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Well, Rachel, hopefully those are some ideas that do help. Yeah, thank you very much. They do help. Thanks a lot. Of course. Cool. Uh, what are some mistakes in research that copywriters should avoid? I mean, just thinking, you know, the market and not actually doing the research would be one. Um, not thinking there's forums when there are. I mean, so much of good research is just like typing the right search phrase. I was just talking with somebody who's here for this intensive that I'm doing. And um, they're like, yeah, there's no, uh, no real forums for what I'm looking for. And I was like, really? And then I just Googled a bunch of phrases and it was just like, like page after page of just gold. Um, and it's like, oh, shit, I guess there are. So, but he was, he was Googling the wrong thing. That's the thing, right? So, so ask like wider ranging questions. Like I'll, this is for like a moms who want a side hustle essentially, right? Um, so all the things he was Googling about were like, you know, moms who want a side hustle forums, like side hustle mom forums. And like he, which I, something like that, which you can find forums for that too. But as we start talking about like, well, what's their pain point? And it's like, well, feeling disconnected from their children because they're either working all the time and they don't see their kids or they're seeing their kids but even then they're disconnected because they're worried about money because there's not enough money coming in. So it's like, you know, and there's a guilt about that. So then it was like Googling like um, mom guilt for putting kid in daycare. And so there's all these forums about how moms feel so guilty when they have to put their kid into daycare. So it's like, think about deeper level, like not just, I guess like the second and third order um, consequences of these things, like not just like the very specific, like mom with the pain point I'm trying to solve. It's like, well, what are the other things that are associated with that pain point? And then how do I search for forums and conversations about that? That's really the secret to super effective uh, research. Wow, that's really good. As, as usual, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a great question from Ibrahim Yusuf. How do I start making 100K a month consistently in the next three years from our third world country with copywriting? Scott, what do you, uh, I mean, shit. You have to be the best in the world. You, that's the type of money that a handful of guys make. You either have to be an offer owner, 
because a mediocre offer owner makes more than a, a world-class copywriter. Yeah. Or you have to be the best in the world of copy. How do you get the best in the world of copy? Well, shit, I don't know. You do it. You do. It, you write. Look at how Stefan did it. He wrote like so many sales letters until he really was. Like the reason you're better than other people is you've done more. That's true. Yeah, repetition, putting in the reps, writing a ton, becoming the best in the world. I mean, you know, God, if I don't, if you're a third world country, I don't know how good your English is, but you basically study English until you're as good as a native English speaker. That's one thing I, you, you run into I, I, people overseas, and I love everyone who is part of our community in like, you know, Nigeria or India or whatever it is. Uh, but you've got to like, you've got to be able to trick me because otherwise, if you're ranked to the US market or the English speaking market, you've got to be like perfectly fluent English. You can't make weird little mistakes. You can't sort of have type like, why would no one's ever going to pay you? Like your ideas are never be good enough. You have to be a great writer too. So like really mastering the craft. And, and even as an Australian, I don't understand Americans at all, like at all. Like I would really struggle to write purely for the American market. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think you have to really, you have to master that. So that's the best we got for that one, Ed. Excellent. And then final question here. Hi, Stefan. Wanted to ask a question. Do you ever get that deep gut feeling of letting down a client? Uh, like, shit, you want to get clients, you know that you can help them, but there's that constant small nagging fear. You can't make huge shifts for them that you self-sabotage yourself to reach out more. Any advice? Yeah, so... So I'm trying to read through this again, just to make sure I fully understand it. So, um, like, like, you want to get clients, you know that you can help them, but there's this constant small nagging fear that you can't make huge shifts for them and you still sabotage to reach out more. I mean, assume, it, cause there's two parts that there's laying down an active client and then a fear of not being able to execute for a client. Um, feeling like you're not going to be good enough. I think the biggest thing for that, that would help though, is if you look at even most of the most, like the, the top most successful marketers out there, um, you know, which are your prospective clients, there's a million things that they're not doing that they think they should be doing and that you can help them with. I mean, the, the little basic stuff, like specific examples, you know, I asked about the buy button with, with Rachel, cause when I wrote that first, uh, you know, burn sales letter for V shred, um, and sculpt nation. And it was like, they were, they, they basically didn't do button timer tests. So they showed the button the whole time. And then they're like, Oh, this isn't being the control. And I'm like, well, what about, you know, putting the button on timer? So it, it, you have to wait to hit the buy button until, the products revealed and it says like the price and it says to buy now. And like Nick, uh, who's the CEO and Vince were kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. I'm like, oh, like, oh my God, I've been doing this for forever, do it. And then they did it and the conversions were like, you know, three times better. And this is a company that they were already doing like a hundred million a year at that point, right? Um, another person who's in copy story, I won't, I won't name them, uh, but doing over a thousand buyers a day. Uh, and as of a couple months ago, it was like, oh, what are you doing for your email data? I was like, oh, we still monetize the list. And it's like, dude, you're, you know, you're doing like this huge offer. Like a lot of people, um, one of the people here for my intensive thing was talking to their Uber driver on the way to my office today. And they were talking about this offer because the guy just randomly brought up that he'd seen it. Like, this offer is a really well-known offer. And as of a couple months ago, the guy wasn't monetizing his email list at all. And then, you know, like 20, $30 million offer scaling to more. Um, so when you think about that, I mean, for my own stuff, there's always like, even when I like, whenever I'm, there's always a huge list of things that I'm not doing that I should be doing. And so even like the really top people don't have it all figured out or they don't have the bandwidth or they don't, they're not doing a bunch of stuff that they think they should be doing. And so there's always opportunities to help them. Um, and, you know, part of it is just talking to finding out what, what aren't they doing that they wish they were doing and, and can you help them to do it? That's my take on it. All right. That's just about it for today. 
Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.